for your faithfulness. We love you and praise you in Christ's name. And everyone said, can we thank him for his faithfulness again? Amen. Good morning. Oh, we're in trouble. We are in trouble. Oh, man. Good morning, 11 o'clock service. There we go. There we go. Well, my name is Nate, and I'm one of the pastors here. And, man, what, a, what an awesome day. Man, I tell you what, we, we, the first service, it was like we got everybody wet. It was like, you know, we're going to SeaWorld. We had a splash zone going on. It was awesome. And then second service to the three that got baptized, uh, man, just, it's just been a wonderful day. And so we are just so excited um, that you are here. And so we're excited about digging in here to God's word. We got a lot of really cool things happening around here at Pathway. Um, one thing, I, I failed to mention this a little bit, the first service, but in a couple weeks, um, we're honoring our high school graduates. This is going to be amazing. That's happening here. Uh, I forgot to mention that uh, last week. We got so many things happening, which is all good, but want to make sure there'll be more information coming on that. So we're glad you're here. So we are in week two of Walk With Me. And so the title of this message today is called Travel Light. And we're really going to focus on the second verse of the 23rd Psalm. And so we're going to have some fun with this, but man, I believe God's going to do something special in this place today. We've been praying for you. We've been praying for this service and we're excited about it. And so we're going to show you some pictures. And when we talk about traveling and we talk about doing things or when it comes to having some luggage or baggage or more than what we can handle, there's going to be some pictures on the screen that may remind you of yourself or your family. The first one is a beach picture. Yes. Does that look like your family? You're trying to get everything there, like you're going to stay on the beach for weeks. I know. So you can, you can take this rule, but we have a rule in my family. My kids are here. They're going to be like, oh, dad, no, come on, man. Like, you know, but we have a rule. Whatever you want to take to the beach, you carry it and then you also carry it back. Okay. That's a good rule because I don't know about some of you, especially some of you dads out there, Man, like you got the whole house with you. It's crazy. Like you're just taking it down there. Then the sand's hot. Your feet hurt. You know, you know, you get with it. But maybe this is the second picture. Maybe this can relate to some of you as well. Does that look like anybody you've seen in the airport ever? You know, just barely trying to make it. They're trying to survive. Here's the, here, here's the benefit we have where we're at here is that we get to go in and out of the Orlando International Airport a lot. Some of you are like, no, I don't. Mm-mm, not me. That's fine. That's fine. That's your thing. I'm just saying if you do, we get to see a lot of people with a lot of luggage, a lot of baggage. So it's like they're moving here for like a month or two and they bring it all. Usually it's like when you go to Disney World, they're dragging kids behind them as well. You know, they're already sad and mad and already tired and the trip hasn't even started. Some of you may relate to that. Some of you may not. But we're talking about that this week. We're talking about traveling light. But here's kind of the deal is how well do you travel? How well do you travel? For many of us, we don't travel well. For many of us, we do not, especially when it comes to getting on an airplane, just dealing with an airport. That's just the worst thing you could say to somebody if that's you. But for many of us, we like to drive. But how well do you travel? Many of us don't travel well, but we're talking a little different here. How well do you travel through this journey that we're all on together called life? How well do you travel? So we don't need anybody to raise their hand or you don't have to shout out the answer or anything. You just say it to yourself. See if you can guess it. But here it is. 
the travel we take through this journey of life, here's something. I'll give you the consequences of the burden. You guess the cause. You don't have to raise your hand. No one's going to get an A for the day or a lollipop or nothing. You just think about it yourself. It affects 70 million Americans and causes 38,000 deaths a year. It affects all ages, and 64% of teens blame it on poor school performance. It impacts over 50% of the over 65 population. See if you can guess it to yourself what you think it is, and I'll tell you what it is. Insomnia. Americans cannot sleep. Americans cannot find rest, which means for some of you, you're about to get a really good nap during this sermon. Now I got you. Yeah. Now I got your attention. Because we do not rest, it's hard for us to travel light and find this rest. And so we're really going to focus on really one verse of scripture as we're going through the 23rd Psalm and as we go through this series called Walk With Me. And so, it he, so here it is, Psalm 23, verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Mm. That sounds so good. And so for many of us, whether we like it or not, we are compared to sheep. Whether we like that or not, that's the way it is. We are compared to sheep. And I'm going to share with you today a lot of information about sheep. And some of you may know more than me, and that's great. And some of you are like, I don't need to know any of that information, and that's okay. So I want you to focus on this as we are compared to sheep. I want you to think about these four things as we go through this. But sheep will not rest unless they are free from these four things. Now, I'm sure there's more, but these are the four major things. Sheep will not rest unless they are free from fear friction, pest, and hunger. Now, this is interesting because for many of us, we can know that some of those things are happening in our life. And so today, if you would, Pathway Church, the 11 a.m. service, take this journey because we're all on this journey called life. And as we take this journey called life, there's something that happens for many of us, and we are a lot like these sheep. And as we take this journey of life, we pick up a lot of baggage. And so the first baggage is this. The first baggage that we're picking up today is fear. Now, I don't know about you, but this is probably one of the biggest things that we struggle with today. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of not being able to be the best husband, the best wife, the best son, daughter, dad, mom, brother, whatever, you name it, employee, employer. We're fearful of all these things. And for many of us, we can never find rest. What's interesting about this as we have studied sheep, which is crazy. Now you know what I do through the week, study sheep. But sheep will always stand on their feet if they don't feel safe. That way they can make a run for it, living in fear. Mm, come on now, church. Does that sound familiar? For many of us, we're always on edge, right? We're always anxious about something. We're always ready for something and we can't find rest. We definitely can't enjoy green pastures or still waters because we're carrying around this baggage and definitely the baggage of fear. And so for many of us, it's like, let me just stand on my feet just like sheep and let me just see a way that I can get out and get away from it. I don't want to handle it. I don't want to deal with it, right? Mm, come on now. I don't want to deal with it. It's just easier to carry a little bit of it. If I can just stay a little enough fearful of it to where I don't really go to where God wants me to go, 
takes, takes that away from those quiet green pastures and those awesome still waters. And so for many of us, we pick up this baggage of fear. Listen to these words from God's word today. Psalm 27, one through three. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Come on now. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Mm, If I don't get you going today, then man, you got to be pumped up about something else. When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Thank you, Jesus, today. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. Thank you, Jesus, today. Amen. Isaiah 41, 13 says this, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. What's easier, what's easier for us to do, instead of to go and enjoy green pastures and still waters, it's easy for us just to keep carrying it around. It's easier for us just to be on guard, right? Let me just be ready. Let me see a way out just like the sheep. I'm not going to find rest. I'm not going to be able to go exactly where he's leading me because I'm always fearful. The second one is this. The second one is friction. So for many of us, we pick up this baggage of friction. Listen to this. More information about sheep, whether you like it or not, you got to hear it today. Sheep are easily panicked. It has been said that one startled sheep runs in fright. A dozen others will bolt in blind fear, not waiting to see what frightened them. Oh, come on now. It's called herd mentality, or some call it mob mentality. It describes a behavior in which people act the same way or adopt similar behaviors as the people around them. Mm, Come on now. Following the crowd, ignoring our own convictions, and resisting the Lord's leading is not good. Here's what's interesting about this. is God's plan is that we follow where the shepherd is leading us and not where other sheep are going. Amen? He's trying to lead us to green pastures. He's trying to make us lie down in that. He's trying to lead us to quiet waters, to still waters, to peace, to rest. But for many of us, we love to go with the herd. We love to go with the mob mentality because for many of us, you know what? If it's on the news, then it's gotta be true, right? I'll just go with them. If they're saying it, I'll just go with them. It's just easier to go along with somebody that thinks they're always right, right? You know who that person is, right? Because of the friction, we don't want to stand up for maybe our own beliefs or what it is. So it's easy for us to carry on the baggage of fear and friction and just go with the herd. But listen to this. It's, It's dealing with sheep as we compare ourselves today to that. By running away from something bad, usually they run into something worse. By trying to get away from trouble, they run into more trouble, meaning they don't listen to the shepherd, they don't follow the shepherd, they follow the rest of the sheep. Mm. Just me, okay. (laughs) From the website Sheep 101, it is real, you can Google it later if you don't believe me, it said this, the flocking and following instinct of sheep is so strong, now listen to this, that it caused the death of over 400 sheep in 2006 in eastern Turkey. I know, information you probably don't want to hear. But the sheep plunged to their death after one of the sheep tried to cross a 15-meter deep ravine, and the rest of the flock followed. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Oh, if they're going that way, I'll just go with them. 
It's easier just to go with the crowd. There's no reason to try to stand up for what it may I believe in, to listen to what it is that God has for me, and to try to make sure that he's going to make me lie down in green pastures, and he's going to leave me beside still waters, and he's going to allow me to rest. He's going to allow me to get rid of some of the baggage and the luggage that I have in my life and just be able to rest. It's easier to just go along with the herd and go into the mob mentality. Unfortunately, that's where we're living today, and we're not going to get into all that, but whether it's politics, whether it's something with the COVID thing or whatever it is, we got so many people going this way and that way and so many people disagreeing. It's so much friction, and we're all just going different ways, and we just keep picking up more baggage and more baggage and more baggage, and God's saying you need to start listening to me, the shepherd, so you can make sure that you lie down in green pastures and find still waters and rest. Amen. Amen. So this one's interesting. This one's interesting here. So I'm going to pick up this bag. Uh, there is weight in here, just so you guys know. So if I pass out, we got medical people around. All right. The third one is this for sheep. Pest. Now don't start looking around. Don't you start looking around. Some of you are just looking at me. All right, all right. Pest. Pests are small, but can cause major damage for the sheep. They cause distraction for the sheep. Now, I don't know where your pests leave. I don't know who your pests are. Please, that's why I said don't look around. I'm just saying you know what I'm talking about, and we keep picking up that baggage. We keep picking it up. We don't take care of it. We don't deal with it. We don't go to the person. We just keep picking it up. And for now, what's amazing is we have this great thing called the World Wide Web and social media, and it just kind of just fills us more with that, right? We keep seeing the pests in our life, and we're annoyed by it, and we just keep throwing the baggage on us. When God, the shepherd's trying to lead us, he's trying to take us to the green path. Pastors, he's trying to take us to the still waters, but we just keep, 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 keep putting the baggage on us. And we keep allowing the pest to come in our life. We keep allowing it. We understand and we know that there's always pests around. It's always going to be there, always. But they cause distraction from the shepherd. They cause distraction from finding rest. They cause distraction from allowing the shepherd to make us lie down in green pastures and lead us beside still waters today. Now listen to this. I'm going to try my best and the best way I can to make my father-in-law proud, who's from the great hills of Kentucky today. This is his quote. I loved it and I'm going to use it. Some of you teachers out there are going to cringe so bad, but a quote is even going to be on the screen, but I loved it. They ain't no place they ain't no pest I hope he's watching I hope he's proud of me I did the best that I could it's so messed up wrong and grammar and all the other things somebody even said first service Nate why'd you even put a comma in there I don't know I thought it was good to put it in there but there ain't no place they ain't no pest amen, amen. they're gonna be pest in church oh don't say that Nate Ooh. There's going to be pests in life. There's going to be pests at work. There's going to maybe be pests in your family. Hold up now. And for many of us, instead of dealing with it, instead of taking care of it, instead of allowing the shepherd to lead us, right, we just say, you know what's easier? Man, let's just put the baggage on. Nobody talks about it because you know what we're good at? We're good at sweeping it under the rug. Just my family? Okay. We're good at just sweeping it under the rug. Just carry it on. Just take on more. And I'm telling you, man, this luggage, this baggage is getting heavy already today. 
The last thing that we're going to talk about is this, and we're not going to spend much time on We're going to go on. The last one is this, is sheep cannot rest because of hunger. And for many of us, you're saying, Nate, I'm not hungry at all. Some of you are like, I'm very hungry. Hurry up. I'm going to try. Here we go. Here's my question to you with this is, what are you hungry for? We've already talked about this, but for many of us, what happens is we quit listening and asking the shepherd to lead us. And we just go and do our own things and we're hungry for the wrong things and we get ourselves in the wrong places. Amen. And so what happens is, as I was reading this blog, yes, it's a real blog called Animals and Emotions about sheep. They did this study on these sheep, and they they took sheep to where there wasn't green pastures, and then they took sheep to where there was green pastures. Obviously, the sheep that struggled to find food, obviously they were skinny, they could die, all those things. What was interesting is this, is this, is that the sheep that had the green pastures and all this, they ate too much. They always wanted more. They were never satisfied. Sound familiar? What are you hungry for? Man, I wish sometimes even myself, if this message is for nobody, maybe it's for me, is that sometimes I wish I would hunger for God and his word as much as I hunger for other things. And so for many of us, what is it that we need to do? We always want the, you know, the grass is on the greener on the other side, that old saying. It's just to go exactly where the shepherd is leading us. It's not saying we want this or that or we're in the wrong place. If we listen to what the shepherd has, he'll lead us exactly to the green pastures he has for us. Not for your neighbor, not for someone else in your family, for you today. The right green pastures for you. As we continue on here, Here's a couple of things is this, is that how do we find the green pastures and still waters? We watch and listen to the shepherd, amen? I love this. Listen to these instructions in the 23rd Psalm, verse two. He makes me, he leads me. He makes me, he leads me. He prepares the way. We have to listen to his voice. Isaiah 26, 3 says this, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. For many of us, we have all this baggage because we do not follow or listen to the shepherd. He's trying to give you rest. Now, I don't know exactly what all's going on in your life. I know who does. But many of us, we probably walked in looking like this today. Now, I know I look silly right now, but that's the case, right? We may not have walked in with all of this, but we may have walked in with something today. For some reason, we've missed out on such an important thing, an important commandment that he's given us, that he wants us, that he's going to make us lie down in green pastures, that he's going to lead us to still waters. But for some reason, we've missed something and we love carrying baggage. We love hanging on to it instead of dealing with it. But it's interesting. I remember, and maybe you remember, wherever you're at in your walk today, there was this thing called the Big Ten, right? The Ten Commandments. And we're good at shouting out a couple of those, right? Thou shalt not kill. We're good at that. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You know, we're good at shouting those out. Man, all the kids here today, honor your mother and father. We're good at that, but we've missed something about one of them, right? Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Look how much detail and how much information is in this about rest. 
But the seventh day is a Sabbath day to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or their sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested. Hold on now, what did he do? He rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. If it's good enough for our God to rest, then you better believe it makes sure that it's good enough for us to rest. But we've done something to where we've missed it. We're good at getting like seven or eight of those commandments, but for whatever reason, we miss out on that commandment so bad. And maybe it's just me. We're good at throwing all the other ones out, but we miss that one. Listen And watch for the shepherd. Listen to this today. If I fail to recognize the shepherd's voice, I will miss right past. I will miss still waters. I will miss green pastures. I will miss his comforting me. I will miss my cup running over. I will surely miss goodness and mercy following me all the days of my life. Simply put, if I fail to discern the shepherd's voice, I'm going to, by default, live in a woeful, dreadful valley of want. And we're going to continue to carry our baggage around where is the rest where is it that we've missed this why is it beyond paramount to discern the voice of Christ our shepherd when I speak very little happens some of you are like amen but listen to this but when he speaks everything happens amen What's the big deal about hearing God's voice, the shepherd? When God talked, the universe came into existence. In the first chapter of Genesis, there are at least nine references to God said. That's why it's important to listen and know the shepherd's voice and know exactly where he's leading you. He wants to make you lie down in green pastures. He wants to lead you beside still waters today. Hearing and discerning the voice of God is not centered around a knowledge about him and his word, but rather a relationship with him, the living word. We saw it today in baptism. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and he beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We need to hear from God. We need to hear his voice. But here's the deal breaker. God chose to only speak loud enough to make a willing soul hear. God only chose to speak loud enough to make a willing soul here because for many of us, it's easier to say, no, God, let me just keep my baggage. It's just easier. Yes, I'm tired. Yes, I'm anxious. Yes, I'm fearful. Yes, I can't rest. Yes, I can't sleep. But you know what? I'm just gonna hang on to it because that's what normal does. And guess what? Normal's killing you. Normal's killing you. And normal's killing you because you can't see, you can't hear the shepherd, and you can't see where he's trying to lead you. And he's trying to lead you and make you lie down in green pastures and lead you beside still waters. A.W. Tozer put it this way, God will speak to the hearts of those who prepare themselves to hear. Please let me hear today. Jim Simbola says this, our spiritual ear will not be sensitive to his voice if we have a personal agenda that we have already committed. For many of us, we have a personal agenda to just hang on to what we've known for so many years, what we know as comfort, as what we know is normal, and just hang on to the baggage. 
And so as we wrap this up today, I want to show you a couple pictures, and I want to talk about them briefly. The first one actually is on my wife Wendy's grandparents' farm in the, in the holler. That's what they call it in Kentucky. If you're from there, you know. Up in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky in the mountains. And man, I tell you, man, that this, the screen doesn't do it justice of this picture. The, the air is just better up there. You can just like smell better. You can breathe better. It's unreal. And, and, and this is on their farm. And we were up there last summer. I, I took this picture last summer. And me and Banks, my son, we were on one of those gators and just going up and through the, the, the fields and, and everything. And man, I look at this and I'm thinking, man. That's where he wants to lead me? That's where he wants to make me lie down? He wants to make me lie down in those green pastures? It's easier just, you know, sometimes to hang on to it. And this next picture... We're on top of the lighthouse in St. Augustine, Winnie and I, and I took this picture. The wind was blowing. It was a beautiful day. And I saw those still waters right there. And I think to myself, he, he wants to lead me to that. That's where he wants to lead me. He wants to, me, he wants to make me lie down in those green pastures. He wants me to lead me beside these still waters. And man, it's such beautiful pictures. It's such beautiful things. But for us, it's so much easier just to continue to be normal and not have to deal with what it is we got to deal with and listen to the shepherd's voice and allow him to make us lie down and lead us. I love those things. He makes me, he leads me. As we wrap this up, this is what's interesting. You know, we tell our kids they're still young enough. We tell them, and you know, we basically make them go to bed. I wish somebody would make me go to bed, don't you? <laughs> you ever miss those days? I just wish somebody would be like, Nate, you know what? I'm going to make you go to bed. You need to go to bed right now. Because why? Most of us are busy, right? Put the kids to bed if we have kids still that age. There's bills to be paid. People to please. Deadlines to meet. So it's easier just to, don't go, don't go rest. Let me just pick up some more. Let me just keep piling it up. And the good shepherd's trying to get our attention and be like, hey, over here, I have something better for you. I'm going to make you lie down in green pastures. I'm going to lead you beside still waters. And so as the worship team comes and as they begin to play and as we wrap this up, I don't know what it looks like for you. I don't know what you walked in with today. And I don't know if any of the four things that we talked about hits home, but I'm sure it's other things that maybe you brought in here today and maybe that's going on in your life. And some of the things that are happening in your life. Because it's normal, right? It's easier just to put the baggage on and deal with it. I can handle it, right? At least that's how some of us men think. I can think for the men. Just give me more. I'll handle it. Just give me more. I'll handle it. We never find rest. We're anxious. We're fearful. We got friction. 
we got pest, and we're definitely not right where we need to be for our hunger for the Lord and, and for the shepherd and where he's leading us. So maybe today, on April 18th at the 11 a.m. service, you begin a journey. And maybe today it's the hunger or maybe it's something else. Maybe today you lay it down for the first time. Maybe it's something you keep picking back up. And today's the day. Today's the day and then you say, I want to take this journey and I want to follow this shepherd. I want to follow this shepherd and I want to. I want him to make me lie down in green pastures and I want to definitely just enjoy those still waters. And I just want to rest. Maybe today. It's the, the pests that are in your life. Sometimes it can be family, and sometimes it's tough and it stinks. There's no doubt about it. Maybe it's coworkers. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's a youth pastor at your church. I don't know. That's okay. We'll work it out. Maybe you lay it down. Maybe it's that friction we talked about. None of us can agree on anything, right? And you know who that person that's always right, don't say their name, just you know who it is. It's not worth it. Let them be right. Quit following the, the herd because it's going to lead to more trouble. And maybe today you start hearing the shepherd's voice clearer than ever. And he leads you to those green pastures and still waters. And even though the bag's not big, that thing called fear, whew, that's a tough one. Because if we're all being honest and with the data, we all, there's a lot of us that have trouble sleeping and resting because of fear that's in our life. Whatever that fear is, fear of future, fear of failure, fear of whatever it is. Maybe today you take the journey to let go of that baggage. Well, for many of you that are, have the gift of observant or be observational, I came out wearing a backpack from the beginning. And so if I'm asking you to do something, then I have to do something, right? I have to lead the way. And so I brought my own today. If I'm asking you all to lay something down, I got to lay something down. And so today I lay mine down. And so for me, unfortunately, what's happened for me, where I've missed out on the shepherd's voice, where I've missed out on rest is, is this. I've been so busy for the shepherd, I've forgotten the voice of the shepherd. 
because I love being busy. There's no doubt. I just love it. I love just going. That's what I love to do. But there's times where I'm just carrying on this so much and I just want to do for the shepherd. I want to do for the Lord. I want to do. I want to just be going and just be happening and just, that's just who I am. You know, that's how God built me. But then there's times where I've missed out. I've missed out on the green pastures and the still waters because I think that I'm more important than him and that he actually really needs me. (laughs) He can use me. But he needs me to listen to his voice. He needs me to be led by him, not Nate lead him. And so for many of us today, whatever the baggage is, maybe it's some of the four that we talked about with these sheep. But for whatever it is, you know the baggage that you're carrying and you know you can't find rest. And you definitely can't hear the voice of the shepherd. And all I'm asking is, is that today, maybe today is your day just to lay that down. Just lay it down. And maybe for the first time, or maybe it's something that you haven't felt in a while, you just feel that weight lifted off. And you give it to him. You say, please, Make me lie down in green pastures and lead me beside still waters and let me find rest. And so if you're new or if you've been here a couple times, you know that our altars are always open. And so we're going to take a moment. We're going to sing a song. I love this song that we're going to sing. We're just going to ask the good shepherd as the title of this series Walk with me. We're going to have this moment. So maybe you need to begin to start traveling light as you take this journey called life and take some baggage off and enjoy the green pastures, the still waters, and start walking with the Good Shepherd. Heavenly Father, I pray for this moment now, if anybody needs to come and they need to kneel at an altar or if they do something in their chair, maybe it's at the lunch table later, dinner table tonight, but Lord, I pray and believe that right now is the moment. Right now and this moment is the moment. They begin to travel light and enjoy the green pastures and the still waters and they hear your voice like never before. Amen.
Is well. It is well. 
what a beautiful, beautiful thing to hear the shepherd's voice and to begin to travel light and enjoy green pastures and still waters. If you're new, we just want to say we're glad you're here. Come back next week as we continue this series called Walk With Me in the 23rd Psalm. If you go out right out these doors, we have a gift for you. We just want to get to know you. That's important to us. So now as you begin to go and travel light and hear the shepherd's voice, may the good shepherd bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you.